Welcome to the GDPR Stand Up Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to helping you succeed with GDPR compliance. Your host is Rocio Beza. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. This is episode 25. I am your host, Rocio Baeza, and I'm very excited to be sharing uh, information that we're going to be covering today. So today we are uh, crossing a milestone and I think that it makes sense to celebrate it. So if you are a new listener, welcome. Thanks for checking us out. You're welcome to go through the backlog uh, if you want to catch up on our dis- the discussion. Uh, or you can just uh, start to listen to us uh, here on out. We have weekly episodes that release on Sunday. And if you are a longtime listener, wel- welcome back. In today's episode, guys, we're going to be talking about just... I will be doing a reflection on the milestone that we're celebrating today. So let me first share what that milestone is, and then uh, we'll uh, continue with the discussion. We are officially celebrating the six-month run of the GDPR stand-up podcast. This podcast launched back in December of 2018, It's something that it was in my heart for a long time and it was a number of different things that triggered that I just need to start, put it out there and uh, and adjust as I'm going, right? And as I was realizing that we crossed this six-month mark, it reminded me of some things that I learned along the way and I want to share with the listeners. So apparently uh, there's this thing called pod fading. And so this is something that I, in research, uh, I am a longtime podcast listener. I have my the shows of podcasts that I follow on an ongoing basis and just shows that I've incorporated into my week uh, because it covers information that I enjoy learning about and it's a great way of learning passively. So if I'm driving, if I'm waiting for someone or for something, if I am waiting in line, if I'm doing laundry, there is something that I am feeding myself with and I am continue to, to learn. And as I've been following different uh, podcast ho- hosts over the years, I've come to learn that uh, there's this thing called pod fading. So, it, um, so let me share uh, what that actually means. So, according to the podcast host, um, pod fading. Um, so, this is how they describe it. It's it's commonly said that if a new podcast reaches seven episodes. This is the magic number where the show is more likely to keep going. Podcasts that stop releasing new episodes are referred to as having pod faded. So apparently um, there's lots of interest in launching one's own podcast and that excitement usually allows people to to be able to produce and publish out six to seven episodes. 
And after that mark, it is difficult to keep it going. And I told myself, so when I decided to launch the podcast, I told myself, I want to make sure that I am able to reach, to go past the, the hump. And the hump tends to be after the sixth or seventh episode. So uh, knowing that I've been able to keep this going for now for 25 episodes, like that's a huge deal for me. And, and uh, that's why we are celebrating it uh, in, t- in, t- in today's episode. And there's uh, another piece of information that I want to share. According to the Urban Dictionary, pod fade means this. When a podcast begins putting out episodes more than sporadically and at greater intervals. It typically begins with one with only one episode missed. But if a podcast isn't careful, it can compound. Sometimes a severe one sometimes as severe as one podcast every other month. Pod fade often leads to podcast death. <laughs> and many podcasts denied their pod fade until it's too late. Um, so when I came across this, it made me realize, uh, yes, there were many times between December and now June there were many times where I, where like things were going on, whether it be with, with the family, whether it be with uh, client engagements, where it was very tempting for me to say, you know what, I'll just skip this week and I'll pick it up next, next week. And as much as that temptation was there, I was, I would say with, with the help of people around me, including my husband, including other podcast hosts and other advisors that would encourage me to just keep, keep going, keep, keep, keep going, just uh, push through that temptation and and continue that my job here is to serve others. And there's information, there are things that I'm able to share that can benefit that can help someone else out there and for that reason I need to keep on going and I am very happy to say that according to the industry standards when it comes to podcasting it looks like we've surpassed that critical threshold we are beyond the seven point mark the the seven episode mark Uh, we have been releasing weekly episodes uh, consistently and I am very happy to be able to share that milestone with you guys. So I want to say thank you for finding us. Thank you for listening to us and thank you for um, allowing me to just just be of service and hopefully continue to share what I have learned, continue to share what I have seen and with the ultimate goal of improving things for the everyday consumer. So with that, I am going to share just some uh, pretty cool changes that you should expect to to see uh, in the coming episodes. So the biggest change is I'm going to be introducing tracks, new tracks. 
and these tracks are going to be broken down into different themes and um, I would say it's important that I talk about what my motivation is behind this podcast because I think this will help you understand why these tracks make sense. So when I went out to launch this podcast, my motivation was really to simply improve the state of things for the everyday consumer. Now, what does that mean? What that means is I want to make sure that consumers, everyday people like you and me, that we, that the things, that the overall state of the management of our personal information improves. I have been in this data security, data privacy space for many years. I have worked with many different organizations. I have had countless discussions about the state of things when it comes to uh, data security and data privacy. I've seen what works. I've seen what doesn't work. I've made my share of mistakes. And my motivation is to just tackle this problem from multiple dimensions so that the state of things improves for the everyday person. And in order to do this, uh, we need to address this from multiple dimensions. Um, Let me talk about what what I mean by those dimensions. But before I do that, I want to share what I mean by improving the state of things for consumers. One of the drivers for doing uh, the type of work that I do is um, because of a story that I've shared with many folks and I've shared with different talks um, that I've done for different events, but I I realized that I've never shared that here in the podcast. You may not know, but a close family member of of mine so his identity was stolen a few years back someone uh got a hold of his personal information it turns out that this person committed a crime and they actually used my family member's information um where it was recorded that the person that committed this crime was my family member. I I don't feel comfortable saying what family member it is, but someone close to me, his personal information was stolen by someone that committed a crime. And as a result of that, there's now an arrest warrant out for my family member because someone committed a crime under his name. And it's very unfortunate because this happened to him and this is something that he didn't bring on to himself. I would say that this that there were circumstances where it's we're still not 100% sure how this happened, but what we do know is that this criminal was able to obtain personal information from my family member. And when they committed a crime, they identified themselves not as their true self, but as my family member. 
And now my family member, he has to worry about this for the rest of his life. He, he was very close to be taken into jail because when he came back from a trip, from an international trip, there were federal agents that boarded the airplane and took him in into one of those secret rooms in the in the air, airport where they took him in for questioning and they called local authorities to take him in to prison. Now, I don't know about you, but like that, that that's a big deal, right? So my family member, he was very close to being um, taken to prison for a crime he did not commit. And I would say thanks to the local authorities that were assigned to take him in, they had a background in identity theft and they went out of their way to hear out my family member to ask questions and to make phone calls to verify the information that he was providing to them. And after several hours of my family member being in this isolated area at the airport, he was eventually able to uh, walk away. But he walked away with a warning from local authorities that this was going to follow him. Any encounters that he had with the law, this was going to be an issue that will continue to come up. And as a result of that, my family member has made decisions that has had trickle-down effect, not only for himself, but also for his family. Uh, he is very mindful of not traveling in internationally anymore. He has cut down on driving, on everyday driving, to ensure that he's not going to be stopped by local authorities because of a of a moving violation in a car and then risk having to go through the process of explaining hey that search warrant i'm sorry that arrest warrant that is out there um that's actually not for for me uh that is actually for someone else so this upsets me a lot it upsets me a lot because the same way that this happened to my family member this can happen to me this can happen to my husband. This can happen to my daughter. This can happen to my son. And I think that the everyday person doesn't realize that lots of things are at stake if we don't get this right, if we're not properly protecting people's personal information. So the only way, so going back to the motivation with this podcast, the only way that I can do something about trying to improve the state of things for the consumer is by tackling this problem from multiple dimensions. Consumers need to understand what's at stake if their personal information falls in the wrong hands. Politicians and regulators need to hear a call for change. Organizations, businesses, they need clear direction and not just requirements, not just a set of this. These are all the things that you need to be doing, but resources to help operationalize that. And then we also need to provide practitioners with ongoing support so that they have the tools and the information that they need to implement this correctly at their or organizations. 
And the way that we are going to be uh, trying to address this in this podcast is by introducing new tracks. So we are looking to cover more stories of data privacy in the news. We're going to be keeping an eye out for any investigations, uh, enforcement action, or fines that are being issued because this is a great way of understanding the areas that uh, need more focused attention from the part of a practitioner or an or organization. We're also going to be sharing some stories from real individuals that have been affected by mismanagement of their personal information. I think that stories is a great way of learning about people and the struggles that they have gone, gone through. And I think that it's through storytelling is that we can connect with the challenges and the pain points that real people are facing. And I think that that's the way that we're going to be able to raise awareness of the problem and just understand the responsibility that we have as professionals, as leaders in our organizations to take this a little bit more seriously, actually a lot more seriously, because we want to get this right for our neighbors, for our, our families, and for the people that we're looking to serve. We're also going to be bringing in uh, practitioners in the field so that they can share their experience in implementing data privacy at their organizations. We should be having an open discussion on, okay, what's working? What techniques are working? And what techniques are not working? Um, we want to get this information out there so that other practitioners are have information on, all right, these are the things that are proven techniques techniques and they can probably work for us as well. We're also going to be bringing on consumer advocates that are already out there raising awareness on consumer data privacy issues and the services that are available to help. Uh, we need to better learn about these issues. There are already organizations that are doing amazing work to, uh, to do this and there are awesome resources that are available today. And oftentimes we don't know that these resources are available until we need the resources. And if we can just raise the awareness on the issues and the resources that are available today, I, I, I think that, that we're going to start to see that there's already amazing services out there that are available if and when I need to use them. We're also going to be hopefully bringing on regulators and politicians so that we can better understand, all right, what do our regulators and our politicians need to introduce legislation that is centered to protect consumers? Um, I, I would say that up until now, um, I've, I've had very mixed emotions with getting involved with politicians uh, and that's for many different personal reasons, but I think that it's important that we extend out our, our hand and just ad admit that, hey, this is a, pro a problem 
and I think that we share common values and I need to do my part in providing you with whatever resources that you need to change something that I as a constituent and am not happy with. And if we're able to hear directly from our regulators and our politicians, I think we can start to see that we can actually work together to improve things and improve things in a way that helps out the everyday consumer and it doesn't introduce undue burden to organizations that would be impacted by any changes in the space. And lastly, we're, we want to answer your questions. We want to know what's on your mind. We want to include that in the conversation. So um, you should be able to um, go to our show notes and click on the link that will direct you to a Google form where you can submit your question so that we can bundle these up and we can address these uh, as listener questions. So I'm very excited of what's to come. This is going to be a big shift from what you've heard thus far here in the podcast. And I, I really believe that we have an awesome opportunity to bring lots of stakeholders together, have very um, good conversation on what's at stake, what are the options available for improving things, and just starting to move the needle so that uh, together we can partner up and improve things for, for us, for our families, for our neighbors. I, I do believe that it's not obvious that lots of things are at stake for the everyday person. And by talking about the stories of how people have been impacted, I think that we're going to start to change the conversation and and do a better job of explaining why data security and why data privacy is so important. So I'm going to leave you with a call to action. If you know of someone that would be great to have on this podcast, please email me. Maybe you have a specific guest that you want to have on. Maybe you have a specific organization that you want to, you want us to have on. Or maybe you have an idea of, of who should be on. You don't have a specific name, but, but if you give us an idea of uh, or t recommendations for any of the tracks that we mentioned here, I want to hear from you. And the best way to get in touch with me is by sending me an email. And you can do that at rocio, R-O-C-I-O, at cybersecuritybase.com. And that, that, that information is also available on the show notes. So with that, um, I just want to thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for um, li listening to the in information that we are sharing here. And I hope that you're excited about, about some of the changes that are about to come so that we can do our part in improving things for the everyday person. Uh, with that, uh, thank you very much for listening to today's episode and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. 
Thanks for listening to the GDPR Stand Up Podcast. If you need additional help, please check us out at gdprstandup.com. Until next time.